0: Contact Kellers today and get your yard cleaned up before that dirty old man winter comes. I hate to say it, but he's on his way. The mornings are cold. They're frigid. I don't like it. I'm turning the uh, the steering wheel warmer on. I'm, I'm putting the seat warmers on. It's it's just miserable. But contact Kellers today. And if you're looking for snow removal services during the winter months, they can take care of that for you too. Do not break your back this winter and leave the heavy lifting to the professionals at Keller's, family-owned and operated. Their team is looking forward to serving you. Keller's Garden Center and Landscaping Services located on Kern Street in Exeter, near Blue Ribbon Dairy. Find them on social media to learn more. the mogwas welcome to the show
1: what's up hey, exactly. How you doing? How you doing? thanks for having us pop go
0: who decided to have this on a night that the eagles are playing football
1: <laughs> that's what i'm talking about i think that was james <laughs> idea yeah it's yeah, definitely right? james's fault that's all james yeah. he hates the birds hey, <laughs> you know. go bird.
0: even... <laughs> you're a big eagles fan right
1: matt Oh yeah, love the love yeah, the Eagles. That's and that's I what I thought.
0: My, uh... I'm driving home, right? And I'm like, I had the right night, right? Because I'm an Eagles fan too. So I'm like, <laughs> oh nice. I have, I have it. I have it on. So if you see me look off in the distance, I'm watching the game. Yeah, it's going
2: every. But i like, to save man. you the pain watching. I can't lose, imagine. You know? I can't
0: imagine that <laughs> these guys would want to have this on the night of an Eagles game. That's why I messaged you at 8:30 tonight. I'm like. Tonight, right? Yep. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is November twentieth. This probably won't be released until maybe the first week of December. Which, by the way, might be two years to the date that we had the last episode. Oh really? Oh, wow! Wow! Uh, I was man. actually, which is weird, right? <clears throat> but I was yeah. going. I, I went violent. back to to listen to the last one just to kind of hear what we talked about. I didn't want to repeat too much. Right. Um, and there's a few things I noticed the date. Right. And then um, us talking over one another by complete accident, <laughs> complete, <laughs> complete chaos. <laughs> I mean, that's the problem with, you know, doing these zoom things, you know, it's like, yeah, uh, it's hard to, uh, you know, know when someone's talking and, and stopping to talk and who's going to talk when it's very difficult. Definitely. So, <laughs> some things don't change. Two years later, I'm still on the search for a studio. And by in the search, or on the search, I mean whoever has space that they want to donate to me. <laughs>
3: I think Luke said he'd donate his yes. house to you. Yeah. I heard that. I don't know. I don't have a house, so I don't know how I can donate. <laughs> he's on the
0: highway in Scranton right now. Yeah. He is. He's, he's out, out of town. Town. I'm just enjoying it. Right on the streets.
3: He's going to donate his street corner to you for your studio. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean,
2: you could busk with me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and this and then when this comes out, it'll be around the three-year mark of this uh podcast. Wow. 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 That's, That's awesome. awesome. Three years. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, who thought who would have thought that I'd still be doing this three years later?
1: Love it. Freaking awesome. Yeah.
0: I love it. I do. Yeah. I don't love today's the like days like today though, because I worked all day, right? Mm. And then I uh, also uh I I uh, I'm gonna be a uh uh, basketball public announcer
4: Love it For Ooh. King's College,
0: men and women yeah. So tonight I went and shadowed the guy who's been doing it for like 38 years because I have no I, I have no idea what I'm doing So I, <laughs> I, I shadowed him I ran home quick, got out of my car messaged you guys uh, and now I'm currently I'm drinking my dinner There, there you go, go. Cheers sweet.
5: And it- Branded mug, I love it. The Popco brand.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just got, oh, got stickers. Soup in I just the got mug? stickers it. today. Yes. <laughs> looks great, man. <laughs> just got stickers today. Yeah, it's all it's all good. So, yes. Yeah, so, three years of the Popco Project podcast still in my basement. No, no, nice. no real advancements. <laughs> three years. It's a nice basement. <laughs> yes. It looks yeah, real nice. nice. It still works, right? Decorated for faster, Christmas. It works, well, yeah, it works. that's that's my wife. She did that. Love it. She, <laughs> <it's> perfect. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Or may I remind you, it is November 20th, and I have my entire house is decorated for Christmas. Yeah, I've already <laughs> out, out, out listening sweet. to Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly inside, the radio. inside, outside, you name it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Interception Eagles.
4: Oh, there you go. Oh, boy. In, How do you feel in, about that?
0: <laughs> in the Chiefs end zone. How about that? That's, that's good news. Wow. That's good news. That is uh, good news. There you go. Wow. Well. I'll this commentate. Began. I'll Damn. commentate on basketball. I'll commentate on football. Let's go.
5: Let's say you just get warmed up.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <there's, laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm on my quest to become Joe Rogan. I'm doing there the podcast. Is. And, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> doing some, uh, yeah. some sports yeah. stuff. Now. Have you
2: been dabbling in like DMT and? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, hey, that, that
0: means, let's go. Let's go. Smoking with Elon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, so uh, the last episode was t- with you guys was two years ago. Mm. And I feel a lot has happened. You guys just dropped your first full length album. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, that yeah, was that, like that, what, November 10th? It's out. <laughs> yeah,
5: 10 days ago. Yeah. So, so it's crazy how that works.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but like it's, it's you know, you guys have been together for a long time. Mm-hmm. This has been a, a big moment. I, I just saw you guys got vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. No very first yeah and you know this is all uh, on ci records as well like so mm-hmm. i mean a lot a lot has happened in two years definitely.
3: but the most oh, yeah. important
0: thing is you guys are still together because that's that's a, a feat yeah. in itself, right it <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. <laughs> we don't hate each other yet. yeah
3: yeah really nice. <laughs>
0: every time i see you guys you're always happy maybe you're good yeah. actors Something <laughs> in the water. <laughs> camera's, the camera's always on. That's why. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets more handsome. Like you know, Matt's cut his hair. He did. Yeah, he did, did it too.
3: Crazy. It's actually.
1: I don't know who has longer hair right now. It might be me or Dawn.
3: Oh, uh, no, we go, go back and forth. Crazy yeah. fast. Yeah. I just but cut this kind of... like pretty short a month mm. and a half ago, and it's already coming back. Like I can get like down to my shoulder length hair. In under a year, I swear to God, it grows fast. But me and Jinx switch back and forth. (laughs) One of us has long hair, one of us doesn't. Yeah, it's you know back and forth. It's kind of like, and then
1: we're, like, we're going to meet in the middle like, probably soon. And then They're and gonna smoke we're going to smoke you. We're is. that all the time. We don't need hair. Yeah, right. yeah, our our hair doesn't need to be the same length. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That doesn't affect that. The length
6: of both their hair reach mean, the same. They just touch hands and they create a black hole. <laughs> that just into that's where we've been the past two years. We were just that yeah. hole. We've, we've been, been working done. on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, is, is that what has happened in two years? That this yeah. is what yeah. we're doing now?
3: Yeah. 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 Pretty yeah. Jinx are creating black holes, apparently. Black holes. Yeah. The power of the <laughs> sun in them. the palm of your hand. You know, that's, 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 that's our plan. All <laughs> based
1: off of hair length and hair growth. Yep. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Didn't
0: uh,
1: Soundgarden have a song about that?
3: I don't know. That's Type. Luke's yeah, Luke. territory there.
2: What do you His got? Knees. What are you talking about? I don't know. Black Hole song. I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Black That's Buckles, what that
1: song's son. about. Yeah. yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. remember uh, Hair Link songs. They might have one, though. <laughs> that was more, that's more
2: Primus's territory, I think. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: I think, did we talk about Primus last time? Probably. 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 He likes to bring up
3: stuff. Give a one out of five <laughs> chance retirement. <of> yeah.
4: <laughs> what a weird thing
3: yeah. to bring things up. That's I mean, you just sit practice, you'll play too many puppies over and over again <laughs> until we all notice. Because it's, it's a jam. <laughs> it gets quiet for too long. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so here's what here we did. Yep. We did talk about puppies uh, and too many puppies because we talked about the sick puppies and how sick they were. Right. Ah oh, COVID, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so two other things we talked about that I want to real real quick address. Um uh last time Eric was drinking a Bud Light holiday seltzer. Mm-hmm. Can't do that anymore. Can't do that anymore. <laughs>
6: <laughs> the world has fallen apart.
0: Yeah. You know, it's shame it's for that. drinking Bud Light. It's shame, right? I, I I like Bud Light, I do. I mean, it's not my first you know choice of beer to go to, but you know, of of all the light beers, you know Miller Light's my go-to. Sure. Um Same for the most part. Like Coors Light. If Coors mm-hmm. Light's my sponsor, it's always Coors Light. Um, But yeah, I mean, third, second, or third is is Bud Light. I mean, and now it's ruined yeah. because society yeah. mm-hmm. because society says it's ruined. But they oh, still they, make Bud Light Lime, yeah. right?
5: That's still a thing because like, that's pretty good.
4: Brandon likes Bud
6: that. Line.
0: <laughs> Bud, Bud Light Orange is my favorite out of the. Yeah, it's also very Ooh, good. Yeah. You mm-hmm. could
2: be the change that you want to see in the world. You could do the That's very it. brave thing of continuing to drink Bud Light.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was at an incubus show. I was drinking Bud
6: Light. Mm, look at that. There you go. There you go. Two months ago. Changing the, the world one Bud Light at a time. Things are looking up. <laughs> yes. they Solving
0: are. the world's problems. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but drinking Bud Light seltzer two years ago, and then we also talked about Vinny at the V Spot. Oh, oh yeah. boy! And yeah. uh, how, I, how I shoved a banana down into my pants mm-hmm. um, in the back room of the V Spot, which is always a weird place to go because it's right behind the bar, and people see you go back there. <laughs> 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 so literally, literally a year later, that that you know, a fun moment, not really fun, but uh, you know. We'll we'll talk talk about it. I was in the back room with Frank and Vinny. It was a Steamtown Awards, I believe. You know, yeah. And I just won two awards. I'm flying high. I'm trying to strike a deal with the V-Spot. Let be a sponsor. Mm -hmm. You know, Vinny's all about supporting, you know, those who support him. Very, very uh, generous with his money. Frank, on the other hand, is very, we'll use the word frugal. (laughs) <laughs> but at that moment, we're we're in the back room, the three of us, and Frank. I have it recorded. Frank said, "Give him whatever he wants."
1: Ooh. Okay. Ooh, whatever, whatever he wants. He wants. Whatever.
0: <laughs> and I can't remember if that was prior or post this happening. We're doing shots. We're doing shots. Of, I believe it's Redbreast. Is that a? <laughs> is that like a yeah, a, that's
2: yeah. an Irish whiskey.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're the three of us are doing shots of of uh, this this whiskey. And or it's pretty tight back actor I'm sure you guys know. And I don't know what happens. I don't know who says something funny or what happened. But Frank literally spit whiskey into my eyes. Um, <laughs> into my
4: eyeballs. Pretty hardcore. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
3: like, <laughs> I, I think about that's it, a it, normal V spot story. That's just what that's, happens yeah. when you go <laughs> really it. normal. That's yeah. it was was the whole. It was, whole,
0: boom, it was just like spray oh, ever, right <laughs> in my. I mean, I'm face to face with him in, directly into my eye. I didn't to, to, to close my eyes. He, he did was,
2: say you'd get whatever you wanted. So whatever you, you wanted. I, remember yeah. Yeah, I should, have, oh. should have specified.
0: God damn. Oh. So, yeah. So, those are, those are the things that's happened
6: in the past two years. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. everything. I don't know if we did much rap. in the past two years. <laughs> yeah. Let's just take it month by month.
0: No, but seriously talk about talk about I mean this is uh, you know 2 years probably in the making right maybe or maybe this EP did the EP come out no we talked about the EP last time so mm-hmm. 2 years yeah since yeah. you know you've you've released this
3: this full length record so talk about uh what's been happening Yeah I mean we've been touring we've been we were in the studio twice for this album mm-hmm. so a lot of yep. talks behind the scenes on things that we're getting together so it took a while to all come together but here we are, first full-length album. I think that we're all pretty proud of it and ready to support it in all different kinds of ways.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. and also
2: signing on to CI in that yeah. as well. That was part of that whole thing, releasing mm-hmm. our first full-length underneath the record label and having that to uh, support us is one of the best things that could have happened to us. I think. Pretty mm-hmm. um, sure. Yeah.
0: Talk about so. that. Talk about. I mean, because like you know, record deals or you know, signing to a label these days might look a little different than what people um, know of, you know, 20 years ago. Um, What does that mean for you guys uh, as a band, you know, signing with CI Records?
3: I mean, I think the biggest thing is just help overall in any single category (laughs) that we need, you know, whether it's financial, whether it's just life advice or band advice, things like that. They've really been in handy on that stuff. And, you know, we've gotten close with Dakota and Jeremy and, uh mike over at ci and they've just been jeremy's been so helpful in all this all different types of avenues for it i think it's just mainly when you need advice on where to go they're there to help you out and they're there to totally. guide you in that direction
0: and what yeah. kind of advice do you would you say that you're seeking when you're asking these questions
2: um i mean for at least from my perspective i'd say more of a like a business minded advice because like when you're a band and you just are a bunch of friends to get together to write music like obviously you have an idea of what you want to sound like like what you're going to write you have a, a strong sense of your creative process mm-hmm. but um The whole business element and how that like interfaces with actually coming up with like producible things to distribute and uh, organizing events and touring and all that kind of stuff. Uh, The business side of it. Uh, There's a lot of questions that come up. So that form of guidance is probably the most sought out and appreciated. (laughs) Um, Yeah. The other part too is like, I think the label or like any label would be invaluable for the connections that they provide more so than anything else. um, Because there's just so many people and networking is so important. Where uh, when you have a group of people that are working in your best interest, um they have so many things they could bring up or think of that you wouldn't even realize is a possibility because you just simply weren't exposed to it yet Mm -hmm. so whether that's like you know vinyls being on a massive back order or things like that like there's ways to try to figure out getting things to meet certain deadlines and and much more like streamlined from like that that standpoint
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gotcha and as far as like signing the deal what does that look like um i mean how did that materialize um Obviously, they're aware of you guys, and you're part of the conference for the Electric City. I know that Joe Caviston is part. God, I hate saying his name every fucking episode. I say his name, <laughs> 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 but I, I know that he's brought uh, Jeremy of CI Records uh, into town a few times. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys met, but I mean, um, you know, do they approach you and say, "Hey, we're interested in signing you guys," or, or is this something that you kind of you kind of like present to them, saying, "Hey, like we're looking for a representation"? here's what we have to offer. Like, can you help us out? How does that, how does that play out?
5: Yeah. Uh, so for this particular relationship, it, it kind of started with um, a show opportunity. Uh, Cause CI also has like a, a another side of um, their company, their business, which is like CI productions, which works out of like HMAC and venues down in like the Harrisburg, Lancaster region. Um, and we were working on a show opportunity down there. And we linked up with Jeremy. Um, and uh, after that, show had happened um, he kind of just gave us a phone call he said he was interested and it ended up being like a year long process in terms of the discussion with uh, Jeremy and CI I think there was a lot of stuff for us to work out and figure out what the best move was in terms of trying to move forward with a type of signing relationship uh we knew we wanted to do a record but we didn't know exactly how that was going to take place we weren't sure if it was going to be um you know uh, what it came to be now which is some some uh remastered works and uh, new songs as well or a completely new record and figuring out all those little nitty-gritty details um took a lot of planning and a lot of discussion with us and you know making sure we were all on the same page so um yeah that was one of those just unique opportunities where uh jamie kind of checked us out took a chance on us i guess for a show or two and then he once he started to see um the kind of work that we did and how we sounded live and that kind of stuff we, the relationship just grew and grew and grew and uh you know we got the for- fortune opportunity to, to work with him so very thankful yeah. about that.
3: I think yeah. that the big thing, too, was Launch Music Conference in <laughs> Lancaster. We got a chance to meet those guys and play with a bunch of really awesome bands. Last year, we played with Tiny Moving Parts. And I just think that being able to sit down and just talk with them face-to-face is not something we've really ever had the ability to do, mm-hmm. as a band, with like representation and managers and stuff. Because we've had other people we've worked with, great people in the past. But whether it was be because of COVID or distance for reasons, we just never were able to meet face to face and sit down and talk to them. I think a big thing for us was meeting with Jeremy at those launch music conferences, and you know finding out the people that they are and, and talking with them. That was that was a really big thing for us moving forward with them mm-hmm. and then from there you know it was just the typical business relationship type stuff that we had to hammer out but everything from that point on is just about us growing you know together mm-hmm. definitely i would say oh, I, I
6: definitely need to point out that like the, the most tangible beginning to our relationship with ci i would say is the basement of the studio at like two in the morning with a 30 <laughs> pack of miller light Oh, oh, all yeah. together oh yeah, <laughs> oh, Jeremy. yeah. <laughs> Jeremy works like from like 7 p.m to like five in the morning I swear he's about, like, it's a I a strange, he's like a real life vampire mm-hmm. yeah so that was like the first time like we've been talking back and forth a little bit mostly like him and Brandon going mm-hmm. back and forth to us to try and like get some questions together and <laughs> I just find it hilarious that's the actual like first full meeting I think yeah and that night we had <laughs> yeah, drink
3: of after drinking a bunch and singing a bunch of Nickelback songs all together, we <laughs> yeah, got on a yeah. phone call. <laughs> yeah, and we did. It was oh, from God. like
2: midnight till like two in the morning, or three in the morning, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. oh. See,
0: Nickelback is 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 a good thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, Nickelback
2: brings people together. It <laughs> <But they> does, <laughs> Look true. at this. That's...
0: Nickelback makes dreams come true. Is what That's I do. True. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm going to see Creed next next year. Mm, oh, there, there you
6: yeah. go. Nice. Yeah. Creed is life. Pre- is like,
0: yes, <laughs> you, need a, you need to listen to Creed at least once a day. Or you're there's not a, there's a good, there's a good, there's a good follow on Instagram. It's called uh, Oh shit, butt butt rock, butt rock. Hold on, on. Great but, so it's far. called Butt Rock Night. Butt Rock Night. It's butt good, good, night. Yeah, good, good <laughs> follow on Instagram. A lot of a lot of Creed inspired memes. And oh, perfect. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's beautiful. beautiful. They're (laughs) hitting their peak now since the Rangers
3: used them to win the World Series. That's it. That was their big thing. They were were listening to them during the World Series. Now Creed's back at the peak. It's like it's 2001. Well, they sold out that cruise. They they
0: did a cruise, and they sold it out like day one. That was prior. It was prior to the whole. I know. I don't know. Everybody's Creed winning. Cruise. That's
1: jamming Creed. Like that's I just right. saw a meme. Like the Vikings apparently yeah. are playing Creed now in their locker room, and they're the like, you know, they <laughs> Magwas. The I jam a lot of Creed. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I'm not ashamed of it either. I love it. <laughs>
0: Well, it's funny that Brandon's still in the band because I feel like Brandon was kind of like the business guy, kind of, right? And now yeah. you know, Jeremy's yeah. and the team at CI Records. So when does is, when is Brandon come? That's it. That, that's how <laughs> it goes. I would
6: probably I would yeah, say right. the reason is most drummers smell a lot worse than Brandon.
0: That's the. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's very clean. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he, well, he always he always has his hair done nice and that nice. That's it. You should well, see him, him in, him every in time. the
3: hotel rooms after a show or something like that. He's got to clean up. He'll make the bed that's right it. after he would get up in the morning. <laughs> it's true. Uh, your yeah. shoes will be put in the it corner, and neatly placed together with all your stuff. <laughs> that's and it's like seven in the morning. Food. So yeah, <laughs> Brand's already showered, gone for a walk, cleaned the entire hotel room. That's it. This, got all, the this is all true for the day.
0: <laughs> there needs to be one. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay. There is only one. <laughs> <laughs> one is like three. You know? Just keep going. Well, with that being said, Brennan, has that uh, enabled you to kind of, um, you know, release yourself of that duty and, and kind of focus on, you know, more uh, band stuff, like, yeah. you know, drumming?
5: Yeah, there's been, there's been, uh, I guess, one of the nice transitions is that Mike at CI, um, has taken over a lot of the creative, you know, all of the assets that came out for this record. He helped make a lot of those things, um, which, you know, we used to spend a lot more time doing that. Um, and Dakota, it's, yeah, the, he does a lot more of the A&R. He'll do a lot more of the pitching. Um, it just, it opened a lot more avenues for us to kind of focus on certain aspects of, of the band, like whether that was um focusing on on podcast outreach or or pr or something in a different realm outside of trying to do a little bit of everything at one time um which is nice for uh, for myself and i feel like for the band too because we can kind of look and say okay well the label is helping the more broad you know uh aspect of the business what can we focus on to really hone in and take to the next level or dedicate money or funds to and um That's that's kind of fun. It's been an interesting time because with the record and everything coming out, it kind of flies by. You know, it started. I guess the what September eighth was the first time we was the first thing we dropped, and um, you know now here we are November twentieth. It's like oh okay, it's already here. Like it's just in a flash. Um, So now I think. I'm looking ahead already to okay, what's going to be the next thing? Not necessarily as a record, but in terms of what what are we as a band going to focus on to continue to push the record and continue to push um, ourselves with with the record being out? Um, which is kind of it's kind of a cool little little takeaway.
3: It's enabled Brandon to send mm-hmm. go from 200 emails a day to about 2,000 emails a day. So now yeah, he's, yeah. He's, now we're
5: really cooking. He's freed up. He's freed up. He's, the anxiety really doesn't let go, him away. go It shifts. It just, it just shifts. Everything. into different. You know. That's it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And does the label, like, you know, back in the day when you'd sign to the labels, they would, like, you know, um, like dress people and they would give them a look. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that hasn't
2: happened yet. Not yet. Yeah, not right? yet. Like, I mean, this yeah. is a different,
0: this is a little bit of a different level, but like, have they done any kind of things where, hey, you guys need to do this, whether it be, I don't know, um, song types or um, anything that might be not who you are? Have they ever, have, have they done that at all? And maybe it's like, it's not a painful thing for you guys to do. It's just like, oh, we didn't think of that. We didn't think about that being a big thing or making a big impact. You know we should do that and it'll, it'll be beneficial for
3: us. I think anytime you get into a relationship with the label, they're going to have some say on stuff that you weren't even thinking about, like song order and singles and, Mm -hmm. you know, what song we're going to be putting on, you know, the album here and there and there. So this one's going second, this one's going fourth and things, you know, we, we thought about, but we thought about it in a more creative way where they might think about it as more of a marketing way. So I definitely think Mm -hmm. that they've had like, an influence on that stuff and told us what they Mm -hmm. think. And I think it's been much more collaborative than I would imagine most other record labels are with their bands. Um, So that's been really nice. They really like to take Mm -hmm. our input on how we want to go about it, but they've certainly had their input. And I think that it's not ever been a butting of heads. It's been more of a collaborative idea as far Mm -hmm. as like anything creative for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
6: I I think also like, just when it comes to that as far as you know like looking at the songs in a more critical way like as far as like an audience or like promoting it or looking at like the way we dress for photos things like that i think for a decent amount of time now we've kind of been trying to have those conversations internally to begin with because you know yeah. we're kind of just like a couple simple dudes making music you know but you don't really think in that way in everyday life so i think we've really kind of Tried to do that on our own, um, so that, really nothing sticks out too much to me. Mm-hmm. Loin cloths are coming in 2025.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're uh, <laughs> we're really switching it up. <laughs> that was his label soon. requested. Yeah. <laughs> my buddy in college. He had
0: like a, an obsession with loin cloths. I don't know why. Mm. Was 2003. <laughs> But like oh. <laughs> at, par- at, at parties, at parties, like he would disappear there and come out with just that. Um, there was a, a time <laughs> I would not even say his name because he's a, he's a he's like a neurologist now. He's like <laughs> <he's> in <trying to laughs> hospital. He's uh, right. Not that anyone in his his uh, you know his circle would hear this, but um, <clears throat> he, he one time he ran across like Wyoming Avenue in, in Kingston, which is like the busiest uh, street or avenue in Kingston. He ran across mm-hmm. the street in that. To the, the grocery store, bought like a soda out of the vending machine and then ran back. Um, yeah. I think <laughs> you guys should do that.
1: We're bringing it yeah, back. Bring it the back. Yeah. Right up he was ahead of his
0: time. Ideas are cooking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, gimmicks
2: work. Gimmicks. Gimmicks, oh, yeah. think, gimmicks, do gimmicks work. Definitely work. It'll be like yeah. that
3: dwarvish metal band from Sweden? What's the Yo, name don't, right? don't
2: you be smirched their
5: name. What's
3: the <laughs> name? <So mad. laughs> I,
2: diggy diggy What's their name? Windrose, I don't know their
5: name. Windrose, right? Windrose. 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 Diggy, yeah. Diggy, yeah. <laughs> diggy Diggy Hole. Diggy Diggy Hole. Dwarf
1: well, Metal. So Popko, are you familiar with song. this uh, with this dwarf band? No, please please allow me. They're, they're not dwarf they're people awesome. they're, they're, they're full not dwarf. sized
0: but
2: they're,
1: <laughs> they're full sized <laughs> dwarf men full dwarf size.
3: well but they dress we... as like dwarves from fantasy uh, novels and stuff like that
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah it's funny because we were on a it was one of our tours in the summer and we were heading to Boston and I, this was all kind of <laughs> just coincidence but Luke, Luke was like yo you gotta check out this dwarf band <laughs> I believe it. Luke was the was the one who introduced us. But um, yeah, was it turns out that they were. Is that like the preferred
0: nomenclature, or is it? Literally? Yes. No, they call them. They metal. I don't want it. you. I don't you don't to, listen, I don't want to. I don't again. I don't want the all the record labels to see this because they're gonna they're gonna watch.
1: They're gonna hey. listen. I don't want no, you get in trouble. But,
3: like I'm. I'm, just, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. On oh, Spotify, it says yeah, Dwarvish metal. Okay. so yeah, they're, they're, right. they're like right. Lord of the
1: Rings dwarves. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. Continue. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I I guess uh, they they played at the same venue we played at the night like, before. You guys might yeah, like two days before. <laughs> and it was all they're from awesome. like
3: Italy or something. They're Swedish yeah. or something they're like in. that, and they were playing in Boston in the same spot as us the night before, and then we jammed <laughs> them the entire way into Boston. Yeah, Kids they're Italian. Italian. Yeah. They're Italian. It's fantastic. <laughs>
4: Yep, kids
2: And that's probably the most metal. excited I've ever been to set up for a show, because all I did was talk to the sound guy there, and I was like, yo, did you run the sound for them? And he was like, yeah, I'm like, how the fuck was that? Like, that was crazy. It really crazy. It was, that was, it really was, really was absurd. I, I was
0: so hyped. I talked about it for like <laughs> half an hour. That's the
3: most Lucas ever talked at a show. Was the best, <laughs> I'm <Yeah>.
0: About the <laughs> Dwarvish Italian metal band. And the, mm-hmm. one of the tallest guys I know. Yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. It's I'm runner. telling
2: you right now, though, if you play a song to close out the podcast, you should do it. Diggy 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 diggy
0: hole. What's the band name again? I think Windrose. it's Windrose. Windrose. Yeah. Windrose. Yeah. Windrose. yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. Diggy, no. diggy, <laughs> diggy diggy
0: hole. Diggy
4: diggy. That's it I yeah. I adore that
5: band. That's great. <laughs> I expect to see them in my top, top five for my spot by rap this
4: year. <laughs> That's <so good>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how
0: how has the uh, the new album? I mean, this is the, the first uh, full length release from the Magwas. I mean, how uh, I, I don't like getting caught up in the numbers and people who say that typically have very low numbers. That's me. Um, <laughs> but from a band that has, uh, you know, a good foundation, many years of, of releasing songs and, and touring and all that kind of stuff. How has this new record been received, um, publicly, um, you know, on Spotify and all that kind of stuff.
4: Pretty good.
5: Uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah. I'd say, I see. I'm, I'm definitely happy with, with the numbers we've seen. Um, it's been, it's been wild. We, uh, you know, we I we, we have always kind of been like the looking into the statistics type band. Um, although I think in recent years, we've kind of more focused on the tangible things, which is something that I, I know that other members of the band have really pushed for. And I think it's also helped that relationship with CI is understanding that there is another aspect to this business than just, you know, putting songs on Spotify, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of those numbers, uh, it's been kind of wild. We had uh, a great pre-save campaign for the record which was um something that we always worked on but this year for, for some reason it, it really did well we had like twenty thousand saves on the on the record which is awesome yeah, um 000. yeah which okay. is great um and then in terms of actual sales um i don't have like official numbers of that but being able to see people you know New fans of the Mogwas and, and OG fans, um, on record day or the day when they received their, their vinyl, um, post about that and seeing that it, it was kind of, I guess for me, a little bit shocking seeing like, Oh my God, like this one guy I went to college with bought this. Like I haven't talked to him in two years, but he, he bought our, bought, bought our record and seeing things like that. Um, you know, it means a lot to us, I think. And I think it's been, um, a great release so far. I'm definitely very happy with how things have gone
3: and i think we we this record specifically in this release we focused on physical sales and i know that the the label really pushed that too is having the vinyls to sell and Mm -hmm. to see like brandon said the people that you know bought it and posted a video like oh look at what came in the mail and Mm -hmm. uh, i'm getting text messages left and right that are like just threw on the vinyl for the first time it sounds incredible and that stuff's really cool and Mm -hmm. i you know We've always, like Brandon said, checked the numbers and stuff like that. But that kind of stuff is something that we really focused on this go around is -hmm. trying to get the physical copies out there and trying to have the like have that moment of, oh, my God, we got the record. And look at Mm -hmm. this. This is a different copy than the other person has. This is the splatter version. This is the evergreen version. This is the seaglass version. That's Mm -hmm. stuff that we really, really thought was important this go around. And the response has been incredible. Mm -hmm.
0: there's nothing better than something tangible right whether it's a record a cd or a you know cassette i mean i think there was some uh bands trying to bring cassettes back for whatever reason Um, (laughs) but i mean talk about how cool i mean you guys are younger than me and i mean i grew up in a you know a set then cd I never really had vinyl. Vinyl was more my parents and I never got into vinyl when it kind of came back around. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think there's a little bit of a level of like, not like, not that we made it, but like, Hey, like, we, we did this, but it's something intangible. It's a CD or it's a record. And,
1: and you're talking about different styles of these records. Uh, talk about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a big vinyl person, and I didn't even realize that they could be so pretty looking. <laughs> yeah, right. like, that's it, the, like
4: only, no like, that's the so only thing like...
0: that's
1: cool about them. That's the only thing that's cool. They don't sound. Like <laughs> that's the only they thing look,
0: that's cool about them is the fucking uh, artistically. They look they're so awesome. Sick. <laughs> yeah. 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 They really do. I already cut you off. Uh, yeah. yeah so I am not just vinyl. saying
1: it because it's our, it's our <laughs> band, but uh, I
0: hate vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not but...
2: an old head man. You just don't. <laughs>
0: see yeah, just... I'm, I'm 41 years old, pure... bro. It's no, the most fair no, no. way to listen to music. Where's my Come stick? On, Where's my stick? I'm gonna wave it.
6: Vinyl <laughs> is the oh. most expensive way to listen to good music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, audio. Like music? I have like, I have like a forty dollar like Bluetooth record player type thing where it's like the speakers are in it. And, like, I put anything on that, it's like, oh, this sounds like shit. It's like I have headphones, so that would be, garbage. like, a tenth of the price of, like, good-sounding vinyl setup.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're
2: right. But it's Boutique. It it
6: is. Is. <laughs> listen yeah. you're talking to
2: the guy that like loves to invest money into pointless shit. so come on <laughs> who bought seven of his own <laughs> vinyls. I'm not saying vinyls are pointless. that's all i'm saying i mean like i spent time like do i buy a wdt tool for my coffee in the morning just to like, <laughs> mess with the grounds like just it doesn't have,
0: have children that'll stop <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah
2: well mm. i don't know i think it just shifts at that point but no i mean I do think for as much as you want to like shit on the, the quality of vinyl, I do think Sucks. that there is an <laughs> intangible thing to vinyl quality, though, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. there are people that will spend time in like a studio environment trying to put on some effect to make it sound like the music's coming out through a vinyl. For like me. there's there is a, there is some form of like whatever timbre there that that people could be into. Mm-hmm. So Dummies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you said gummies. I was gonna be like lots of weed gummies. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: how it sounds better is if you have a... <laughs>
2: Well, you said
6: you want to be Joe Rogan. We're trying to help you. Buy the vinyl. We push <laughs> it. <out. laughs>
0: I think he's in a vinyl. Uh, mm-hmm, we'll see. But yeah,
6: I mean, yeah. Talk about. I mean,
0: it's the whole, the whole like. I mean, getting it in the mail and, and available for to to send to your you know your fans like. It's got to be a cool moment, regardless of the
3: sound. It sounds like shit. But.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a cool moment, especially like we've had very few like things that were physical that mm-hmm. were ever sold besides merch at shows and things like that. So I think if nothing else, it's a cool way that people can support us. And I yeah. think it's a really cool way mm-hmm. once they get it to like. The, 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 like I said, the posts and stuff like that were just really, really cool because, you know, whether it sounds like shit or not, it's it's cool collector's <laughs> item in a way to support us. And it's a, you know, <laughs> I know, but uh, it's just <laughs> I, it, it was a really cool feeling on our end to finally have a physical version of our music that is out there for the masses. Yeah. And is that As, the
0: only physical version you have? Like you just have like currently and then currently, yeah,
3: yep. <laughs> currently it's just the vinyl um, and then we'll also probably I think we'll have those on us when we go on t- on tour and mm-hmm. start playing shows um in support of the record so you can find it there
5: yeah definitely That's
3: cool mm-hmm.
0: yeah and you, and you alluded to it and it's no secret that you know getting a vinyl is delayed you know so so much um <clears throat> thanks Adele yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is, it still, is it still her
2: fault is it still her fault like, yeah, I'm pretty sure like better? the massive backwards started with her and they like have not wow. caught up since I haven't heard
0: that name until today in like Wild. five months yep. yeah. <laughs> is it still Broke. her fault I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Um as far the as the design man. on the vinyl is, is, it, is there multiple different uh, designs or just because of the way it's produced that it just happens
3: to be different no, we got we got three separate designs. One mm-hmm. is the full evergreen color, and it's just a, a representative of like that dark green color that we've had going back a couple of years now as part of our image. And then we have a clear a clearer one. It's a little bit more like a white tinge to it. It's a sea glass, and um, and then we have one where it's kind of mixed, where the evergreen is splattered onto the sea glass background. So that's the three different versions you can buy, and these are individual in their own right. But those are the three separate images you could buy with them
0: you said Seaglass and I can't help but think about that song. <laughs> Seaglass and Springsteen probably still yeah. to day my favorite song. Damn. Let's appreciate yeah, it. I love that song. <laughs>
3: we, like, we, we wanted to have little odes to the to the OGs in there and all of our stuff. And that was one of them. So yeah, he picked up on it.
0: it. It's cool that you there's the, the thought process behind all that, right? There's like mm-hmm. the, it's not just like, oh yeah, let's get some vinyl done and you know, let's force it down our fans throats and here's this, buy it. Like, there's and, and maybe people don't know that but now they do yeah yeah because you've just released this to 100 million people that's there it is. yeah I, there you go. <laughs> I, I think i think i, think it's cool too,
5: I, I know don uh, just alluded to too with like the callbacks and stuff there's a lot of cool callbacks even in the in the artwork itself and um even a lot of hidden detail stuff on the especially in the vinyl <laughs> if you if you look into the books and stuff there's a lot of little hidden things and uh that the the label and the designers help put into that, um, even the the back um, of the record, there's a a callback to one of our first merch designs, um, which is really cool. I think that's a, I love how this particular record is essentially. Um, well, I mean, it's kind of where the name came from, right, guys? Like the where the dust settles. I think was the initial idea that that I think Luke Luke was the first one to suggest that, um, but how all of this came into this moment in time for us and and we we still call back to those those earlier days with the balloon and the hot air and the um the lantern, oh, the lantern thank you and then on the back the chinese the chinese box the the og armadillo, <laughs> yeah, the armadillo. <laughs> they were thinking yeah. about doing the armadillo but we just we just couldn't make it work i guess but so <laughs> his chinese boxes there. <laughs> That is actually that's a that's
2: a fun fact in itself. That is the only thing that we've ever released as a design as a band that was thoughtless.
3: Yeah, yeah. was the that armadillo, armadillo with the Chinese studio? Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: my idea. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, no. it, it'll
6: look cool. It just meant nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no.
0: that's funny. I mean, is this like a thing you guys sit down and talk about? Like, to... I. I...
3: I mean, I think so. Like, I think we we sit down and try to hit it from all angles, and we want to make sure that the experience is immersive. You know, I want I, we want people to be able to like sit there and go, Hey, look at this. I know where this is from. This is from that. And even if they don't and then they get into us and they find it one day and it makes it more immersive in the whole experience for us. You know what I mean? We want you guys to be, we want fans to be a part of this with us. And I think that those cool little things are just a, a way to bring our community even closer together.
0: So you guys sound like this is like a legit band. This is.
3: We like to think so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're supposed to laugh. <laughs> we're like,
2: yeah. uh, what? <laughs> don't, play, no, I'm like, uh, I mean, don't play the vinyl backwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do that. to us. <laughs> not a good idea. Oh, That'd be oh. funny
0: though. What if you did that? That'd be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Some messages oh, in there.
5: I
2: so don't think I have done it. Yeah. <laughs> I could say something bad. Actually, I'm not responsible. I haven't heard it backwards
5: though,
2: but...
4: Oh no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what I what I meant by that is a joke. Uh, but. You know, you guys of all you, you have full time jobs. This is obviously not a not second fiddle to that. But I mean, it, it has to be. A, this is something you're proud of. This is something you 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 want for yourselves. Uh, you know, like talk about that, you I think there's, a lot of people think that you know people just are in bands and it just happens and they they play shows and they forget that. You know, it wasn't like it was in the '90s, late '90s, early 2000s where you can be in the cover band and make a living. Um, you guys are like again full-time jobs. This is something you do as a secondary thing. Uh, obviously you want it to be, you know, hopefully one day it's a full-time thing, but right now it's, it's, it is what it is. Um, talk about the, uh, the, the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into, like, you know, doing this because again, you don't have, this is not your full-time gig.
3: I think Everyone here is just super dedicated to it. I mean, it, it's right now we all do have full time jobs, but we treat this just the same. You know, what I mean, we're messaging constantly and trying meeting constantly and figuring out what our next move is. And I don't think at any point it ever occurs to us that it's like even like secondary to us. It's just a part of what we're doing, and we all really believe in what we're doing. So I think that it, it makes it a lot easier to be super dedicated to it and to devote the time. And the resources and, like you said, the blood, sweat, and tears, I mean, it's just second nature to us. It's the stuff we love to do. I and mean, I've always said that, like, these are the guys I'd be hanging out with anyway, so it might as well make some music while we're at it, you know, <laughs> and do do some fun stuff like that. That's special. Yeah, totally. for sure.
6: Yeah, I think another part of it, too, is, like, it's just integrated into our lives. You know, I think if if you were to take – if I were to look at my life, for example, and map it out with what I spend my time on, I don't think I noticed how much I actually do spend on the band or how much all of us actually do spend on the band because it's kind of just, it's just my life, you know? Like, I, I don't really think of it as segregated from, like, work or free time or anything. It's just, I don't know, It just feels so integrated at this point. I mean, God, it's been over five years, five and a half, almost exactly, And it's like, this is just what I love to do. It's just what we're all doing together.
3: It's become a part of who we are and become a part of our friendships together (laughs) is that we're a part of this band. I mean, people that I don't see in years, the first thing they'll ask me is how's the band? They don't ask me how's work. They don't ask me how's this or that. It's how's the band you guys are doing this, you guys are doing that. And it's just become a part of who we are. It's really easy to stay dedicated when it's something that's so integrated, like Eric said, into your life.
0: Yeah. I mean what 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 does the magwas mean to each one of you? I mean, it's been five and a half years, you guys made it through a pandemic. Um, you released uh the EPS you can call it good beer, then you have the EP Evergreen, you have a full length now. Um you've been through a lot. Um I mean what does it what is it what does the band mean to each one of you guys?
1: So I mean, the freaking or no. Matt. Sorry, yeah. Matt. <laughs> I mean, the experiences we've had are something that I would never five years ago, and I know I've said this before, I would would never believe that we've been uh, done the things we've done, you know, but there is something insanely, insanely surreal about people you don't even know falling in love with a piece of art you created out of nothing, you know, and to me, especially making music with your best friend straight out of college, and, uh, you know, the days where we used to do the cover stuff, playing like Thirsty's and Irish Wolf Pub <laughs> and meeting you for the first time, like going to, you know, when you when you interviewed us the first time at 92.1, all of that was insanely surreal. So to me, I, I feel like uh, every year the journey just keeps getting more and more exciting. You know,
0: I saw the T-shirt you gave me, by the way i know exactly where it is i know exactly where it is i should have I brought it god damn it, i should have brought it down yeah. It loincloth. <laughs> loincloth. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah get ready
1: get be. ready that's coming yeah
0: no, i still have it i i again i should have i should have brought it down before i damn it this <laughs> opportunity. but dalton how about you have you
3: have you found your socks yet uh no, I still lose my socks <laughs> quite consistently. That it'll never yeah, change. Can confirm. I mean, I it's just every year I have to buy a brand new three or four packs because I lose them so often. Every but, couple um, of weeks. yeah, every couple of weeks. <laughs> uh, but the band for me, I mean, it's really just about the experiences that I get to have with these guys. And like Jenk said, it's surreal to have people that like our art that you know we might not have even ever known five years ago, a year ago, any of that. But for me, the best thing and the coolest thing is like going to a new city. We got to go down, you know, yes. last year we got to travel all the way down to Orlando, played shows all the way down, all the way back. And then we've been out to Chicago and up to Boston. And, you know, every single place we all go out to get food or drinks or somewhere. And we're all, you know, exploring a new city, getting to play a show in front of new people. That we get to meet. And that's like what the mogwas are to me is like it's it's an adventure between you know, five best friends going out and exploring the world and playing music and meeting new people. And I, I just, there's really nothing I'd rather be doing. It's just that much fun to me. It's an adventure every single time we step out onto the road or onto a stage or into a studio. And I just love it.
0: Very cool. Now I'm going to do some really quick. I'm going to ask each one individually, cause I'm going to cut these off into clips. So it will be very nice. and be very special and very, <laughs> um, just, uh, prolific okay Mm -hmm. when i ask you you answer no one else talk okay i'm very limited in my abilities to edit so (laughs) if you're not if you're not if you're not asked a question shush shush shush. luke what does the mogwas mean to you uh the mogwas to me is
2: a lot about um being able to Have something that I could hold on to that is exciting and interesting and not necessarily like a a means to an end. Right. So, like, I think the big distinction between something that's like work or fun is one feels very mandatory and the other one is something you could opt into doing um and with with the band um it's something that i feel like i i choose to do and something that i want to spend my time pursuing and being able to go to these different cities and see all these different things uh play different venues even down to just like what a stage looks like in a different bar or or venue um, it's it's really exciting to me because uh, I, I constantly try to gain new perspective and like, uh, have new understanding of places and things. So um, I look at it as like my ticket to see the world kind of, in a way,, <laughs> um, not to mention, Um, I didn't like go to school for music. I didn't pursue music in any way outside of what I did in high school. So it's something that's like very important to me to constantly stay involved in in a musical sense and to be able to do that with these people and to make music that I can connect with and hopefully other people can connect with, as well as eat my way through all of the (laughs) U.S. Hopefully like that's that's exciting. That's a that's a really important and fun thing for me. So it, it doesn't feel like work as hectic as it gets
0: these are all great answers like they're deep they're like these were prepared (laughs) and they weren't which is awesome eric has it lucky because he's got he's gonna be last so he has time to prepare his uh final final speech closing argument (laughs) (laughs) so brandon what do the mogwas mean to you uh
5: yeah great question (laughs) uh for me um You know, it started as an opportunity. I had never really played out live before or done anything like that. And having the opportunity to kind of explore that side of myself and um, learn and grow in that in that realm has been an incredible journey. It's been really special for me. Um, And as we've come up as a band, I've learned so much of the business side of of running a band. I've learned a lot about the creative side and learned a lot about myself and and my bandmates. And, and I think for me, the Mogwaz has kind of turned into this, uh, like cathartic, um, I guess journey in a way where I've, I've really come to understand myself a lot better and understand, um, people, I think a lot better too. I mean, to meet people at different venues and, and working in a group with, with, uh, you know, four other immensely talented musicians and artists and creators. And, um, that's something that is unique in itself. Um, and I'm very thankful for that opportunity. I think a lot of, a lot of times, you know, in, in, I guess the other, my other life, my other business world life, it's, um, kind of just a you know, nine to five, that kind of thing. Whereas this is something that I live and breathe for. And I wake up every day and think about and think about how we can make this work or make it better. Or, um, take it as far as we want to go. Um, and I think that's kind of a unique thing. It's almost like a, a life purpose in a way. I don't want to put it as that dramatic, but um, it's given me a lot of drive and a lot of focus into, you know, if I want to make this happen, then we can make this happen. And I think that the, the people on, the, on this call, including you, Pop, going away, like you guys all inspire us to to keep moving forward and to keep driving, driving this mission forward. And um, I'm very, you know, thankful for that.
0: You know, you said <clears throat> that you view things differently and, you, you know, view different venues a different way. And, you know, you are able to <clears throat> take experiences from the band life and maybe apply them to other parts of your life, too. I think that's so like I wish. I say this, I oftentimes I find myself as a 41 year old person. I want to like I, I see someone doing a job and I say, I want to do that job, maybe not forever but maybe for a week, which is to kind of put myself in their shoes, their situation, whatever it might be. And I wish I could do so many different things in my life. you know. And, and life is so short. And I think we need to a certain age and I'm probably going off on a tangent here, but and I apologize, but I just, <clears throat> there's so much that life has to offer. I don't think we get to experience. Um, And what I'm getting at is I, I Brandon, what you said is I, I, appreciate you seeing each moment that you have in this band and, and, in the the venues that you uh, are are playing and people you're interacting with. um, You kind of see different aspects of, of, you know, their lives too, to a degree, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. I'm kind of like I said, I'm kind of going on a tangent there, but (laughs) it it just, there's so many people doing so many different things and I, I wish I could experience everything. I, w- I always say that everyone should ha- be forced to be a uh, waitress or waiter mm-hmm. in life to uh, absolutely appreciate you know the 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 struggle that that is that mm-hmm. dealing with the the public every day. Um, so again, going back to what you said, just kind of viewing things a different way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I'm what I'm pulling from there. Again, I'm sorry, <laughs> but mm. but yeah, that's cool. I, I'm I'm it's it's. It's cool you think that way. That's what I'm getting at.
5: Yeah. I, yeah, I appreciate it. I, th- I think it's it's a, it's a like I said, it's a unique journey. And it's, it's. Um, I think, circling, kind of took back to that point. Um, when we play a song live, like, for example, Release Me, um, whenever we play that song live, um, it's interesting to see the emotions it brings out of myself and, and, our, and our band members, but also people in the crowd, whether it's their first time hearing it or, you know, someone who's seen us 10 times. Um, I always find in, in certain songs, there's, there's special moments where I sit down like, wow, like, this is a song that's very personal to me and, and connect, seeing it connected with other people um, and kind of then having those discussions after and hearing, you know, oh my God, I love this song for this reason. And like, oh, I never even viewed the song that way. But the fact that it connected with you in that way is, is a very special thing.
0: Definitely. That's one of the most beautiful things about music is someone can hear something and take it completely different than what you wrote it for. Mm-hmm. Could I ask you what that means to you? That that song released me. And you, you don't have to tell me because a lot of people don't want people to, to know the the real story. I appreciate that. That's fine. Um I always like hearing about it. That's yeah. just me. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, uh actually um, release me is, is, an interesting one because the actually open the app, the opening line, this is a little bit of a story. So I'll kind of tell, try and tell quickly. Um, in 2017, I graduated from college and I moved to North Carolina I worked on a horse farm. And at the time I was just saving up money. I decided, you know what, I want to, um, get into music, whether that was like through a band or through, uh, you know, some other way. I had, a, I had a drum set that I inherited from my grandfather who at the time was sick. Um, and my goal was to reverse to the drum set. I bought a bunch of equipment, which then ended up turning into, long story short, uh, when the band formed uh, in 2018, I had, you know, just referred to that drum set. I had all this equipment in the basement. So that's where we started to practice. Um, but the f- opening line, like we both know the answer, that entire first verse, if you want to call it that, was written um, on my, like, iPhone 5 or whatever in GarageBand. Um, and it was like a little... Uh, diddly or something or rather i did it on like a loop and i sang that line and then a couple years later um i revisited a lot of songs that i'd written during that time um and the and the then the um uh whole reason for that was my grandfather had passed away at that point and so i kind of was going through all those emotions and, and trying to write something that that connected to that that feeling um and release me for me was kind of uh looking at different emotions I was experiencing. So, um, you know, there's a couple lines in there. Like, I wish I had a little bit more, a little more faith, things like that. I, I had been in the room when my grandfather passed away. So I, I had a lot of, um, obviously strong emotions at that point. And I had, I knew that he was going to die, but I, um, had a lot of trouble, um, like believing in it, I guess, or believing that he was going to, yeah. Not, or I don't know. It was very emotional. It was. Uh, what I'm trying to get it is that I, I I struggled in that moment to really grasp what was happening and really grasp what was you know um gonna happen after. Um and so that song kind of for me the uh, the whole release me portion um is kind of just a uh, a call or a I don't know a, a yearning to get through that emotion and kind of be released from that um you know i mentioned a lot like uh in the rest of the record like fear of loneliness and things like that and fear of um you know uh just death in general i guess and 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 so releasing me is kind of like trying to get over those those emotions anxieties and finding peace in it um so a little bit long-winded i know but no no no, the the whole purpose of it is just that it's one of those songs for me where it um it brings back those memories and when i when you know uh the music video is obviously very moving for for different reasons. I, whenever I watch that that music video, I, I get emotional because I also view it from a, di- a different perspective of, um, the the old man scene when he's like dancing in the, in the room by himself. Um, this is both my grandparents passed in the same year, so uh, my grandfather's passed in the same year. Um, both very influential in my life, and he and my grandmother um were very close, and they were you know like the lovey dovey like dancing until their nineties kind of deal. And that scene of him like dancing alone in the room is actually something that I like envisioned in in my life when my grandfather passed away. I envisioned my grandmother like dancing with his sweater along those lines. And so seeing that kind of come to life and and using all those uh, creative outlets to like bring everything there um, and kind of work through that again was such a blessing. And and I'm thankful to the band for kind of listening to those songs and and seeing that vision and um, giving me that avenue to kind of work through it um because it was obviously not a great time in my life so um i'm very thankful for that opportunity
0: that's that's amazing um thank you for for sharing that it's especially you know something so close and personal um Mm -hmm. again people oftentimes don't want to you know talk about that kind of stuff because they want to you know hit whoever however they need it to to hit Mm -hmm. And and it probably can still but um with that being said, as the drummer, I mean, do you do some writing too? As as far as um, you know, lyrically or, or...
5: Uh, yeah, uh, the a lot of the lyrical content, uh, melody writing will, will often take its initial stage with with myself. I, I work a lot with Matt, and I are, are, are home, and Matt has a studio as as he's mentioned before. Um, and we'll and I'll get with him and, and kind of express some ideas, and we'll work through some ideas there, um, and kind of uh, you know, write Essentially as much as we can, they don't always end up being like a Magua sounding song, but you know, I I kind of, I I love to write. I think that's kind of one of my, one of my passions. So, um, then the, the next stage is the, the, the band stage, the studio stage, the, the working through it and, and, and understanding everybody's perspective and take and, and, and how they view the song going. And, um, I think that's a, a wonderful process in itself. It can sometimes be very, very painstaking in terms of um, finding that collective vision, but I I haven't experienced anything um, <laughs> too traumatic in that sense. I, I'm very fortunate in that as well. Um, we've always kind of come together and found the, the best way to make the best songs we can. And I think that's very special.
0: And Eric, I mean, how is it for you uh, as the, the lead vocalist is it hard for you to sing other people's lyrics to a degree or is that just something that's that, that, you know, I mean, obviously you guys have been around for a long time. Um, I mean, how is that for
6: you? Yeah. I mean, I can't really say I ever thought about it too much. Um, You know, I think going back to our very, very first songs we made, um, I mean, that was just a collection of songs we wrote individually and then I think Funeral was the only song we kind of worked on together and ran wrote the lyrics for that. Then moving forward it kind of just continued on that way. Um, I feel like I end up writing maybe a song or two on every project as far as lyrical content, but I mean even the first EP, Good Beer, shout out to Good Beer i think there was a song that yes. dalton wrote the lyrics for i think luke wrote the lyrics to Birdcage in like 2013 or something yes. like it's just i i feel like we've never really had defined roles um i think at this point safe to say that you know brandon has a defined role as writing lyrical content and i think for me i mean i prefer it because i just think he's better than i am at writing lyrics um I used to be very uncomfortable writing lyrics because, you know, I never really, I was never really implored to actually write what I want to say. I'd always kind of write these lyrics that were like behind three layers of metaphors. And then when I look at it, once I'm done, I'm like, this just sounds fucking stupid. Like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> and, you know, I, I've, I've definitely worked on that, but I think just starting off, from, <laughs> you know, such a collaborative effort and never really, Seem that weird to me. Um, I don't know. I think it is weird that people seem to not really know that much, you know? I mean, we seem to talk about it a fair bit because, you know, <laughs> lyrics is obviously, you know, a big portion of writing music. Um, like, to me, honestly, it feels a little weird when, you know, if you watch something, uh, like I think a reaction video that we saw recently, like when people talk and just like assume that I wrote the lyrics, I'm like, oh no, Brandon wrote them. That's the <laughs> I do that. Like that's I can't right. take credit for that. But honestly, <laughs> I think if anything, that's the weird part. But I mean, when it really comes down to it, like I just love the songs. Yeah. We work on them together, and the finished product is something that still you know means a lot to me. And you know, at the same time, I kind of take my own meanings from each song that Brandon writes, and I'm sure people take their own meanings from each song that I write.
0: I don't think I knew all this, which is, I think is, is pretty amazing. And I think that's what makes the Magwas work. I mean, you guys are a collective unit. It's not, there's no egos involved. There's no like, <clears throat> Eric, I'm, I'm the lyric, lyricist. like, I write the songs and you guys fucking play the music. It's, it's definitely, you know, all hands on deck as, as far as like, you know, how involved you guys are with the whole process. And I think that's an amazing thing.
6: I think it's honestly, it's kind of going back to our very first gigs, just playing covers at, you know, Thirsties or v Spot, what have you. One of the things that always stuck out to people was we would just switch instruments all the time. <laughs> yeah. We would sing a couple songs. I would play bass, guitar. Then there's the Notorious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I like know. It's <laughs> And Brandon would play bass. I don't know how, how to play that one. didn't sound that good. That one didn't sound good at all. We
3: played
2: it late in the set. That was yeah. like two and a half hours into the cover set. That sets, was, like, we're that fucking
3: doing was, it. That was, yeah. that was, that was Eric 10 Roman Cokes Cogs deep. That's trying to play The, yeah. Yeah. the best was, um, sugar sugar the last time is when we did that.
6: <laughs> the last time we played it, I think it was Thirsty's. So it was like 1.45 a.m. And I went back behind the kit. And I was like, oh, fuck, my, my legs aren't working. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
6: I was like, it's not it's not happening.
5: I think that was the same but, night uh, you got everybody to take their shirts off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah All the We'll by example.
6: That's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. A little Burke crusher yeah. moment there, huh? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, we always just kind of like, yeah, let's have fun with the, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Eric, I have not forgotten about you. Um, what
6: do the Magwas mean to you? You know, to me, I think, and I've actually thought about this a lot, you know, just in the context of my life, because um, so I've always been involved in music, I grew up around it, I always loved it, and, you know, you find yourself that in that moment, like, early to mid high school, and, you know, graduation's creeping up, and you're like, what the fuck am I going to do? And I feel like everyone has that moment, you know, maybe there's some people out there who are who are lucky and, you know, just know what they want, but... You know, I've considered going in. I mean, I I considered going for tuba performance, um, you know, for singing, what have you, music teacher. And the thing that kept me away from all of those was I was just scared. I was like, no, you can't just do that. Like everyone tells you like, no, that's stupid. It's, you know, never going to, you're never going to make it. It's never going to work out. And, you know, I listened to all those people and you know, I I love what I do now, which I think is a miracle. That because you know you start a path, and you're just kind of there. You're stuck with it. And I you know I'm very fortunate that I do enjoy my job and my career. But for me, starting this band was kind of like the first time I was willing to like, I guess, go for it or like jump into the deep end, of something unfamiliar, and like actually give it a shot. Which you know that really wasn't even the intention I think for any of us at first. You know, it was like. I texted seven people, let's get together, start a cover band, play a couple bars once in a while. It'll be fun. And then, you know, I I don't know if there was really a moment where like, we're going to go for this. But once I kind of found myself in a band that was taking it seriously, and we're like, you know what, let's just fucking try. I think that kind of inspired me overall. And, you know, at this point, every time I look at anybody, And they're like, oh, like I like drawing or I like making candles or knitting or whatever it is. I always want to like just grab them, be at least try, like at least fucking try because, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people out there who have a lot of talent and they don't even try because they just don't have that thing in them that's like, you know what, I might as well try. You know, even if you're, working four hours every night after a nine to five or working all weekend, every weekend, like you might as well give it a shot. And if you don't like it, that's fine. You know, you're entitled to that as well. But, you know, just, you know, going back to how Brandon was saying, like it shifted his perspective. I think that was the main way it kind of shifted my perspective as to anything. You know, it's like, if you want to try something, you want to do it, you love something, just go for it. You know, what's the worst that can happen really?
0: I think people get in their own heads sometimes <clears throat> and they create scenarios that don't exist. Mm-hmm. Um and what I mean what I mean by that is, you know, they they think, oh, if I do this, uh people will make fun of me. Um or, or whatever it might be. And we always get in our own way. And I think we're our <clears throat> we're our we're our own worst enemies to a degree. Um I think that's very true. I always like even me, like I get to a you know, I'm I'm 41 and I I do things and I'm like man, I wish I would have done them earlier. Why did I waste so long to do it? Um and instead of like saying that, I should be like, Well, I'm doing it now. Like that's mm-hmm. that's I you know, mean, mm-hmm. like, I'm doing it now. Oh, like right. at least I never at least it was like never a thing. Like I'm at least I'm doing it now. Um, but again, I think people and I'm guilty of this too. Like, I think people just like create scenarios in their heads, even Even uh, with my wife, like I'll you know I'll downplay things that I do. Like, um, I'll I'll get real personal, and and um, we both have very busy lives. We have two children. Um, she works a ton. I work a ton. I picked up these these things doing the basketball games. I I do this podcast, and to me, this podcast sometimes seems silly. And what I mean by that is like, does anyone care? And I said to her, and we're just talking about like our week ahead. And I was like, you know, I, I, she's got X, Y, Z going on. Like, I'm like, you know, I have, I have work. I'm doing this basketball game. And I said, I have a podcast at nine o'clock. I know that I know it's silly and, and stupid and whatever. And then, you know, whatever she said, why would you say that? Like, why would you, like, why would you like accuse me of thinking that? She's like, I I love the fact that you do the podcast. I like, and I, I, the minute I said it, I was like, this is what what am I doing? Um, but yeah, I create this this thing in my head where it's like, what I'm doing is silly. It's stupid. It's it's no one cares, and you create this 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 false narrative in your head, and I think it just happens to everybody, you know. Unless if you don't get past that, then you know you'll never you'll never experience great things that could be had definitely yeah i think
6: it's because you know no matter whether you have five people at a show 100 people at a show 500 a thousand ten thousand it's always going to be hard work like it's always going to be a lot of work and i think a lot of people just don't give themselves the credit enough to be like i can do the work and i can at least (laughs) try you know
2: yeah i think i think a lot of the issue is just the fact that a lot of it's all online right so like you could spend your entire time like sitting in a room just shooting like stuff off into the void and like you never hear back or whatever so like when you're just in this like echo chamber of like nothingness it's like oh fuck like what is all this why am i doing this like this is dumb no one gives a shit which is why like when we get asked like what's the best way to support the band or like it it really just boils down to engagement like if someone's Mm -hmm. taking a risk on doing something like the best thing you could ever do is say like hey i like what you're doing keep it up Mm -hmm. like that's what's going to keep people driven to pursue and like what they are currently doing so i think that that's why like people spend a lot of time with self-doubt and things like that it's because of the format that like you live in basically yeah
3: Yeah. that's fair yeah i get that, that
2: real time feedback
3: i think that when eric made a point about like i don't know when it became serious for us but i remember like it becoming serious when we put out our first song or played our first show and someone went hey this is this is really good and having that engagement of like that reinforcement of like man this was This is something that people enjoyed. Why don't we keep doing it and see how far it keeps going?
2: Yeah, that's like literally how it started off with good beer was we just like Eric said earlier, we had that as a collection of songs that we all did like separately over whatever the span of eight years or whatever. So we're like, oh, fuck it. Let's put out these originals. And then we did. And then we had people responding to it. If we put that out and no one said shit, we probably wouldn't have released another thing. Because it was yeah. the response to it that we saw. They were like, oh, man, like we should keep making original music. People like this.
3: Yeah, I remember a specific time when we played our first show in Poughkeepsie, New York, in front of whatever, <laughs> 10, <laughs> 15 people. But we opened up for uh, send request in mm-hmm. Poughkeepsie at the that loft. Was scary. and But... We walked off stage and I remember the bartender came up to us and she was like, I see bands coming here and play all the time and you guys are one of the best. And we're like, that was our first time ever playing an original song out in front of more than us. And I was Mm -hmm. like, just to have someone immediately say like, man, that was really good. That Mm -hmm. pushed us to want to keep doing it. And that's a feeling you crave when once you get it too."
0: Mm -hmm. apologize. I'm trying to look something up i think i just said to vinnie the v-spot not too long ago i want to get a show with um interjecting because the mogwas send request and then a band called sunhaven i'm not sure if you've ever heard of the band sunhaven before
5: i think so new york Uh, York. York.
0: yeah you sure yeah um great band check them out Hell yeah. yeah, we'll do definitely, definitely 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 check him out. Did a podcast with him like two or three weeks ago. But that show would kill.
4: Mogwas mm.
0: Sunhaven, oh, yeah. Center quest.
3: It would definitely be a lot of fun. Oh yeah.
0: Yes. What did I say this? The Popco project presents. <laughs> That's there what it is. I said to him. That's what I said to him. Right? Yes. You're on to something.
3: You're on to something. <laughs> you gotta sell it. He's in. I mean he's in. Vinny's
5: always in, man. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, That's what yeah. we love about Vinny. As long as it's a party, Vinny's in.
2: Yeah. Vinny's in well, boy. he's a Sagittarius, so. <laughs> he's yeah. a Sagittarius. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: almost yeah. his birthday, right? Isn't that what a Sagittarius is? December? I don't
0: know what his know. birthday is. So. Oh, okay.
5: <laughs> I only know when the V-Spot's birthday is because of Facebook. <laughs> right,
4: exactly. everyone's
0: <laughs> like, happy birthday, Rockhan. And he's it like, it's not my birthday. Yeah. I, like, Stop it. I always forget about the Khan. Huh?
6: Yeah.
3: yeah
2: it's, so it's November 22nd to December 21st. So somewhere in there. So it's, will be it's,
3: it's coming in, uh, up here. Completing it's another trip up. around
2: the sun. All right, well, <laughs>
0: It may have have passed once this comes out, but we'll see. Happy birthday, birthday, Vinny. Happy birthday, (laughs) Vinny. Happy birthday, brother. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like I'm always a sucker for the slower songs of the Magwas. Uh, Forget Me Not on the new record. You, you, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Release Me on the new record. Um, I don't know why they just hit different. Um, but on the opposite side of that, I mean, you have the song. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's like XXX X, X, bad times XXX. Yeah. We, it. Just call, we just that's call it. it bad times. Bad times. X, okay, X, X, bad so times. We'll, call, we'll call it bad times. But like that's like a, a kind of a heavier song for the, for yes. the Mogwaz. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh, yeah. Talk about, and then I'll let you guys go. Uh, it's getting late, I don't want to keep you guys up too late I know Brandon's probably got important stuff to do for his <laughs> job <in the> morning. <laughs> Not that the rest of you guys don't He did say he had an 11 hour day today So I don't want to get too oh, yeah. um But what, I mean, you know Compared to the previous couple EPs I mean, what can people kind of expect from this new record? Uh, you know, were there some risks taken? Were there just like, not even risks, just like Hey, fuck it, you know what, we're going to have some slow song and has some some stuff that may not be what people are used to uh talk about the the record as a, as a whole and, and what people can expect
3: uh I, I mean I think that collectively with this record we, went out to not write, you know, we need this many slow songs, we need this or that. We just put out music that we enjoy playing and we enjoy making. Um, And I feel like it's more collective on this album where you have a song like Bad Times and Too Close. And then you also have Forget Me Not or you have You and they're just total polar opposites. But they're all connected through, you know, Brandon and Eric's lyrical content and they're all connected through the emotions that we put into it. I think people could just expect an emotional album that'll take you through a journey that you probably aren't expecting. You know, to hear <laughs> this light, you know, breezy song like Forget Me Not, and, and then a very dark and, uh, you know, maybe a heavy song like Bad Times or Too Close
2: yeah i like it because uh we talked about experimentally doing like light and dark right like the concepts of of, a lighter softer and then something darker heavier and this album is just kind of both you know we 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 put it together and put it out and i i kind of like that instead of making it like two separate distillate things like making it one collection because um as a band uh we don't play to just one sound that's not we don't start writing a track going like yeah like this is it this is our sound perfect mm-hmm. so so i think like sure every once in a while maybe we we'll be like okay we won't put like the speed reggae hip-hop whatever on there but <laughs> but like there's, there's like something to be said about uh having a, a more diverse sound as a band and i like being able to display that and and show that um we we are more than just like one 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 thing, so mm-hmm. it's it's cool to me. And, and I think like going forward, I personally wouldn't want to ever drop like the lighter stuff. Mm-hmm. You like if this heavier stuff's performing better, it's like sure we could do a lot more heavy, but like I always want a little bit of the light, you know? Like mm-hmm. you gotta have balance.
6: It's good. I like mm-hmm. it. It's a great collection. Thank you. Yeah, I think another thing that sticks out to me is at least one of my favorite aspects of Settled is. You know, there was a time where I guess we kind of were thinking more like, okay, how could we make this the most cohesive Magwas record? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think by the time we were getting around to making Settled, instead of looking at two songs and saying, oh, these kind of sound similar, like they sound like us, we found ourselves in a spot where we were listening to forget me not and listening to bad times and saying, yeah, okay. These, these both sound like us, even though, you know, if you just focus on the, the music or the key or whatever, they don't really, they're not really that similar. Um, but I think something I'm proud of is just whatever it is, um, you know, there's still something that connects them. And I think that's, I, you know, I, I'm i definitely proud of that. And I, I think it's a step in the right direction just to having a more fundamental understanding of, like, who we are and the music we write and how it all comes together.
1: Totally. For sure. And the thing is, you know, we're really, like, re-releasing, you know, obviously half of the record is songs that have been out, too. And uh, Jeremy loves to hark on this point from CI Records is that Glum and Release Me and all these songs that are being re-released. I mean, they're still brand new to some people, mm-hmm. you know? He's like, these songs are out forever. And really, I, I love when I discover something that's already been out, like an old song, and I go, wow. Like, And I look it up, and I'm like, holy shit, this has been out for like 20 years. But to me, it's still brand new. And uh, I think... Where'd he go?
3: We lost him.
1: He thought oh. too hard. <laughs> I think he's I his
2: Oh
6: no! Did, did the hair match up? The black hole. It's the, it's
1: the,
3: it's the black hole. James <laughs> and I's hair is the same oh, yeah. length, apparently. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm definitely super excited for, you know, what's what's to come in the future. But it is cool to to further push out these songs because I really do believe that Glom and Release Me and, and a lot of the songs that have been written is some of our best work to date
0: well to to piggyback on that and you know when i was listening to the record again the last few days just to kind of get ready for tonight um you know look listening through you know song one through i think it's 11 songs total um yeah. you know glum came on and i'm like damn it's such a good song but again in my head i'm like they released this a few years ago <laughs> it feels like right yeah. um but like Again, it was just nice to revisit that. And like you said, Matt, that might be the first time someone's hearing it. And even if it's not, oh, if it's the second time, it's like, oh, damn, this is a good song. I, re- I remember this now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was nice that these these songs that you know were previously released in the single world that we live in um, are on this, this collection of 11 songs on this new record called Settled. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Jeremy is smarter than the rest of us. <laughs> uh but to our put to our defense jeremy listen up as a consumer it makes sense yes oh yeah oh, yeah be <laughs> <laughs> so like, fuck you popco you're in <laughs> <laughs> oh. you're doing a podcast that no one listens to oh, yeah too <laughs> oh. well it is november 20th um by the time this comes out it'll be early december the year is almost over, hard to believe. Um let's say this comes out early December like the first or second week of December. Are there anything is there anything coming up in December that people can look forward to from the Magwas whether it be a show or whatever? And then uh talk about the year ahead in 2024 and and uh, anything you might have uh coming up then
5: uh yeah uh in december we're gonna be putting out a our first ever christmas song which will be (laughs) um yeah that's like uh that's a popo pop go exclusive uh yeah uh, um, i didn't even know (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah we'll be putting out a christmas song and um in terms of hitting the road, we're hoping to, to really uh, start hitting the road again in, in, in 2024. Um, we're often the kind of band we used to play a lot during the holidays. Um, and it, we're kind. Of, it's kind of happened now in the past like year or so where we'll either do one show or or we'll kind of just take this time to be with our families and kind of, um, you know, gather ourselves because we do spend a lot of weekends together and a lot of uh, time on the road. Um, so I think our focus now moving forward, now that the record's out is uh going out and promoting that record um there's a lot of stuff that we're, we're trying to get together now um for 2024 and um all of that is kind of in the in the building stages of the of uh what's coming next so you're getting the you're getting the christmas single out of us and you'll get some maybe some christmas photos you know i don't know Ooh, something okay. like that and then, yeah. uh, then... <laughs> uh, Santa hat over the dick yeah, 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 maybe yeah, well that's our cl- that's our so exclusive we- Christmas calendar. Yeah, so. to Santa the-
3: go to winecloths, yeah. on OnlyFans. You'll <laughs> <That's- and> you'll <laughs> <find it>. Sadly, <laughs> you'll probably but make some more times are rough guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <right>. Dan do- <laughs> has to do what the a band has to do. Gotta- hey, do I'll together. show some pain. Why not? Oh God! Oh no! Oh no!
2: What a off alright now, Dwarf Metal, Dwarf Metal.
0: Uh, real quick, um, if I make once, if I can make one suggestion, sure. I think in twenty twenty four, it might be too late. Might be too late. My the the boat, the ship may have sailed. <clears throat> cover a T Swift song, <laughs>
6: Brandon. Cover I do cover, love T Swift. <laughs> so do I. I mean, yeah, think yeah. about it.
0: Think about it. She's so hot right now. I mean, she's on every Sunday. Sunday game. Every Monday night game she's on right now. Yeah, oh yeah. <clears throat> she's so big odd, football fan, T yeah. <laughs> Brandon, what yeah. did you do?
5: Oh, that's right a great now. great send up question. Uh you have fifteen uh, seconds to think about it. Oh, oh, oh hold on. Give me a second. Uh, oh, I think I think Eric would crush uh I would love to hear him do, I know Soupy did this from one Wonder Years, but I would love to hear Eric do All Too Well by Taylor Swift. So it's just a mm, classic. All too well. and it's, it's the 8-minute uh, version? Yeah, Ten of minute course. Version. Ten Ten minute, minute, sorry. Version. Oh, the 15-minute <laughs> version? Eric nah. showing off his piano skills. I think, it's, I think it's time. I think it's time we do that. Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> I say anti-hero. I want Eric on anti-hero. Oh, yeah. Oh.
3: I get out of the woods stuck in my head. Let's let's do that one. Oh, yeah.
0: Eric's we, version. You, you guys, Eric's, you, version. Eric's version. version. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, eat shit, shit, Jeremy. Here's the thing. Here's what we're gonna do. Each, <laughs> each member of the Mogwad is gonna do their own like they're gonna pick one, and it's gonna be Brandon's version, Luke's Perfect. version, all <laughs> Matt's it. version, Eric's version, Jeremy, eat shit. You don't know what you're doing. This is a sick idea. Are you listening, Jeremy?
2: <laughs> presented he's by not, the Pop <laughs> Project. He's not listening. He's
0: not listening. He's not oh, listening. I'm sorry, this right <laughs> to him. Can I'm someone give him your contact too? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, can, can, can,
6: records now. <laughs> i own <the>
0: CI records. <laughs> um. Can, can someone do "Welcome to New York"? Can that be someone's version? No. Do, do the hidden track. Hidden track. goes version. Love welcome it. to New York. Oh, there, there you go. You go. This yeah. is a whole it's EP. A it's a vault track. EP. This it's is a a the vault whole EP. Track. EP. This is the new spring release EP from the Modwolves. You heard it here first, oh, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy first I got months. this band going to the top, buddy. That's it. What, you know All right, a ride. Taylor's cocktail. Can, can oh, we can yes. we release the guys from the contract? The CI Records. <laughs> we want to pop, pop the Records. Twenty Twenty Four. That's good. Oh, I like that. I, love I like it. that. Not Jeremy. Oh. It's
4: Popco's version. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Guys, uh,
0: this might be my favorite podcast in the oh. past three years. It really, it really <laughs> might be it. We kind of got into a lot, and mm. and I found out more about you guys uh tonight than I think I've known about you in the past you know five or six years. And <clears throat> you're one of my favorite bands locally, and, and I want to see you obviously you know go national and um you know sharing some of the means behind the songs tonight that that means a lot to me uh for what it's worth and uh just kind of seeing the inner workings again like you know it's not just eric being the primary uh you know lyric writer and things like that it's it's this is a collaborative effort 110 and i think that's what makes this this all work and you know what has you know helped you have the success that you've had and 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 just has kept you guys together i mean it's it's you know I say it's a long time because, you know, five and a half years for a band could be considered a very long time to some people. Just because mm-hmm. it's it's a an extension, it's a family extension. It's it's people you have to talk to every day and, and work with and and communicate with. And as we all know, your wives, girlfriends, uh, and things like that. It's it's hard. It's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lot of work. Um, but if you can be in a situation where it's not work, uh, it's all it's all gravy.
5: One hundred percent. Absolutely, couldn't agree more.
6: So, love you, Popco. I wish
0: you guys all the <laughs> success. You, and if this, you, if this if this Thank podcast you. takes you to the next level, so be it.
3: We'll send you a a card. We'll send you a card with (laughs) Eric. Eric naked the 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 loincloth. Eric (laughs) the
0: loincloth. (laughs) If nothing else, (laughs) send me the nudes. (laughs) Send
4: me the nudes. Old fashioned through the mail. (laughs) That's
6: it. (laughs) All right, now and a month. It's a polaroid, guys. Seriously,
0: I love you guys. I love uh, you know at least seeing you once a year in person. We always uh, have the honor to get together at the, the Steamtown Awards. For, we're Absolutely. you know fortunate and lucky enough to to win the, you know, some awards and get our annual picture together. And I hope we can continue to do that uh, for many years to come. Um, <clears throat> wish you guys the best of luck with everything, and uh, you know, happy holidays. You happy too. holidays. Enjoy yeah, your cheers. enjoy your time off. Enjoy the family. Enjoy your friends. Um, we will do. You know, where where can people find you guys online? If they made it, to the, if they've made it an hour and a half into this show, where can people find the Magwas online?
3: Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, Brandon. What do you have? It? YouTube.
5: Uh yeah, everywhere at the Magwas. Uh, yeah, T h e m a g u a s.
0: <laughs> it's kind of a dumb question now. Everyone ends the interviews with where can people find you? Just type in, go to Google, type in Mogwaz. You
4: know, come <laughs> yeah. on.
3: Fucking figure it out.
4: Do man. yourself a favor, look it up. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> up. Jesus Christ. You you got our website.
0: Go interview. to the website. The website. WWW. Website. The Mogwash. Thank
5: that's uh, it. That's where you find us. Uh,
2: <laughs> and Brandon's address is <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: you can find him there right now. Well
0: guys, like I said, best of luck. Love you guys.
1: Uh Popco, love you, man. Thanks for having Bobco. us. The best, oh, thanks for taking your sure. time. Thanks, thanks, for, take, really thanks
0: for you know, taking the time from the Eagles game to be with me tonight. Yeah, I don't think it's looking
1: <laughs> good for us either. Blakely. Oh, no. It's, it,
0: no, it's 14-17. It's oh, for, uh, oh well, okay, okay. They scored. I mean, the Chiefs are on their own 15-yard line, and they're looking to mm. – uh, I think they just got a first down. So they're looking to, to score. But there okay. is also 14 minutes left in the fourth quarter. So All right. with that being said, go watch the Thanks. rest of the game. All right. Love you guys. Best of luck. Um, tell Jeremy – there's no need for him anymore. We, got here now. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys soon.
6: Back on, Paco. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you. The past, man. See you. See
4: you.